welcome to the Library Variety Show. I'm Alex Giorgio. And I'm Deb Miner. Hello, Deb Miner. Hello. How are you? Alex, I'm good today. It's been a while. Yes, it certainly has been. (laughs) So today, we have a special guest with us. This is great. We've been, I think, since the beginning of the year, I think we've had at least one episode that we've recorded that has a guest we have one that did not have a guest every other episode has had guests yeah so that's kind of cool it's something it's one of our goals so with us today is um michael butler harley who i first met while he was working at the library i think back in the 90s early 90s yeah we were both 15 right then yeah right okay. yeah. yeah i think that's when it was um <laughs> and at that time you were also you were working at the library uh-huh. and you were also working with talent search mm-hmm. that's true. which was part of no- well was hosted by notre dame mm-hmm. you're getting ahead of yourself aren't you me yeah why what am i doing we didn't do a check-in oh good lord okay so with us today is <laughs> a guest. So let's go to our regularly scheduled check-in for Deb, the episode. what are you reading, watching, <laughs> oh doing? Okay, so I just started reading a new book called The Rough Sleepers um, by Tracy Kidder is the author. Um, it's about this doctor in Boston. He was part of the Harvard, Harvard Medical School and it started out as a one-year assignment. Um, it was newly formed. They had a medical van. They were going to go um, inner city in Boston and help with the homeless, the homeless problem. I think this was back in the 80s, probably early 80s is when it started. Well, he continued on and it became his life's mission. So he's been doing this for 40 years. Jim O'Connell is the name of the doctor. And it's really interesting. Um, One of my goals, one of my reading goals this year was to read more nonfiction. And so um, I've been reading a lot more nonfiction than I normally had so, um, but, but it's really good. But you still won't read a Harlequin romance. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I, I just, I love reading nonfiction. Nonfiction was always my favorite. And then I, I felt the push to read more fiction, and so I started reading more fiction. But that's that's what I've been reading. And Deb, I've, you should not give in to peer pressure, unless it's from <laughs> me. But um, it's really a good book. Um, yeah. Are you watching anything good? No, I am not watching anything good. <laughs> Are you watching anything? <laughs> well, I tried to watch some movies. My other goal is to see all the Academy and non- nominated movies before the awards. Um, I'm not watching Top Gun Maverick. I will, I will watch you it. You could hold a gun to I my head it. and I would just be like, shoot me. So um, I'm trying to figure out how to see all of those. Um, I started watching a really questionable movie on Saturday. It was on Prime, one of the Prime freebies with Jennifer Lopez. It was the shotgun (laughs) wedding. Oh, I heard, is that with the pirates? Yes. I heard a really good review of it and people were like surprised that it was good. 
I could not watch it, and maybe it was just the mood that I was in, I could not watch it. I keep thinking that Jennifer Lopez just keeps doing these movies that are not particularly good. Not that she's like this great actress to begin with. I can't think of but... one movie she's done that I liked. <laughs> but anyway, I I could not finish it. I think I got 20 minutes in it. And Jennifer Coolidge is also in it as well. Are you sure it was Jennifer yes, Coolidge I'm sure. and not Aubrey now, Plaza? Now, no, I will not make that mistake again. You best not. Never will make that mistake again. But um, I, I tried to watch it. Man, I just could not. No, I had heard good reviews too, which is why I was going to watch it. Because I thought, oh, okay, well, this sounds kind of good. Because I think it, even in the New York Times, it was like on their list of what to stream for yeah. the week, you know weekend or whatever. They have that segment. And um, I don't know. It wasn't. <laughs> That's it. That's my story. How about you, Alex? And then we'll get to you, Michael. <laughs> um, I watched the series on Netflix that is five or six episodes. It is so funny. I laughed out loud the whole time. It's called Kunk on Earth. Oh, God, yes. C-U-N-K on I've, Earth. Yes. Um, British comedian <laughs> Diane Morgan plays Philomena Kunk, and she tells the story of human history from the beginning of time. Um, her her interpretation. Her interpretation uh, with questions mm-hmm. like, um, so did Abraham Lincoln getting shot affect his ability to lead? Um, and they do use real experts who are like trying not who to are laugh. Who are trying not to laugh. Yes. I have, I have, yes. Um, I had forgotten it, about that. It is so funny. It is funny. I, I just can't get over how funny it is. Um, I've also, um, I'm looking forward to what will be out by the time this episode airs part one, season four of You on Netflix. Have you watched you at all? Either I, of you? I Have did, either of you watched you? I tried to watch you, and I could not finish you. <laughs> I made it through the first few episodes of season one, and I'm like, ah, this is ridiculous. I watched season one when it was on Lifetime, because it, it was on Lifetime originally, and I was... Is very much not a lifetime no, show. No, it's not. And I was thought I surely this is going to get canceled. Yeah. Um, because who is watching this besides me? And then Netflix picks it up and. <sighs> huh. There are a lot of fans. I know. There's a lot of people in it our department that. Season one had the most shocking finale that of anything I've ever seen. Hmm. Have I'm you watched stunned. it, Michael? I did. I watched maybe one or two episodes, and it was an intense show. That was the first season on Lifetime, so I was watching it too, Alex, so you went along, so it was you and me. And that was enough that they decided, okay, we'll move it to... There you go. So Netflix. this is the fourth season, then? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Huh. I'm assuming he's following some other girl now. You know, I don't remember. Um, I know for a while... So it's based on a book, right? 
the a series, yeah. The series is yeah. For a while, like he was following someone, and then the tables kind of turned. And now this new season he's in Europe. Oh, um, so someone's stalking him. I, someone. Or that's what you think. Okay, not stalking him per se, but like the tables turned on him for a little bit. Interesting. Um, And then, so I've also started listening to "Queer City" by Peter Aykroyd. I don't know if he's related to Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, yeah. Um, but uh, it, the subtitle is Gay London from the Romans to Present Day. Hmm. Is it good? It's okay so far. I mean, I just started. You've I just listened started to like 20 it. minutes of it. Oh, okay. So, so um, you, yeah. I started it on my way to work this morning. So how's the narrator? Can you talk about that? Yeah. I okay. mean, the narrator's good. Uh, I'm listening to it at one and a half times speed. Mm. So... Um, <laughs> It's yeah. always the narrator for me. If the if I can't connect with the narrator, I will not listen to it. I just like no. I, I mean, I'm going. So I'm going to London in May. So a lot. I'm oh, reading, like, that's stuff right. About yeah. London and, and yeah. Paris. Huh. But that's about it for me. Okay. How about you? What are you reading, watching, doing? Me? Oh my goodness, that's hard. I feel so intellectually behind. Oh, this is fun. So, oh, um, no, no, you're not. Um, I'm, um, I am reading, and I have a note because I, the title <laughs> is not doesn't stick in my head because I'm kind of browsing through it, and I'm reading uh-huh. the 100 Amazing Facts About the Negro by Henry Louis Gates, and so uh, it's got all these little, like each chapter is a, not a well a fact about something you may not have known, like. Uh, I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head. Like, I read this one chapter that dealt with um, this person that was, like, royal in Florence, Italy, and he was uh, he was African. Um, and so I'm like, wow, yeah, so they have this leader in Florence who's African. So neat little tidbits like yeah, that throughout, cool. the, throughout the book. So I'm going through that, and it's, it's pretty cool. So. Is it a current book? Is it? I think it is. I don't think it's um, older. I think it is fairly new. Okay. I've seen... Like facts from that on Instagram, like people use oh, like really? taking, like, oh, wow. but like they attribute like it's made to it's formatted for Instagram, but okay. um, like it's uh, attributed to to I Gates. Like that. Okay, um, I've seen people sharing those. Nice. I feel like I knew about the guy from Florence, you but did? I don't know how. Wow, that's amazing then, because I had never. Yeah. Heard. It's a very interesting story. Very interesting. So. But there's so many things that are left out of history, or the history that we learned. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. It was probably like they used to show on History Channel, you know, back when they had History and History Channel. Right. Um, <laughs> they'd have like shows where they'd have little short, like obscure history thing. I probably saw it on that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. So yeah, so I'm going through that. And then I'm like one of those, you know, people who likes to watch The Bachelor. So I'm like watching The Bachelor. Oh, okay. And that's so okay. It's like okay, like who's gonna cry themselves and <laughs> fight over this guy who's probably not gonna pick neither of you. So I I get a kick out of that. So I don't do a lot of reality TV. I did buy the real friends of WeHo. I've not watched it yet. 
but that's like the controversial one because MTV put it on, Tadric Hall is on it, and people don't like him for I don't know why. So okay. he did something. All right. uh, but it also made RuPaul's Drag Race shorter by a half hour. And people are very mad about that. And there are gay bars that are like turning, that have watch parties for Drag Race, and then they turn off the TVs. Oh. Um, wow. But it's not, it's streaming on some platform that I've never heard of. Oh, but it's really? an MTV show. So I thought, oh, well, it'll be on Paramount Plus. Nope. Uh, so I paid the $10 on Amazon, but the whole season's not out yet. Oh, uh, okay. So you pay so per I'm, episode then? No, I no. paid the $10, and then every week oh, the, another okay. one's available. So I paid for just the season, and then I want to wait until... There's only three out oh, that's as interesting. of this recording. So I want to wait till I have like enough that I can binge, because huh. <laughs> if I watch one, I'm just... I'm not gonna like it. Yeah, I don't really watch reality TV. You have to binge it, huh? Yeah. Okay. I used to, re- I, I've never watched Real Housewives because I think it's a little misogynist. Mm-hmm. But I used to watch when celebrities had reality shows where they just would follow them around, like the Anna Nicole show. Yeah, right. <laughs> Kathy Griffin. Yeah. On the oh, I did, yeah, because I did watch a documentary by Pamela Anderson. Love Pamela oh, on Netflix. It. it was really good because they do um, they do address the movie that came out or the series that came out on Hulu. Now which I feel we, guilty for I liking. Know, and I did feel really guilty because we had talked about it during one of you know a few of our first episodes because we were both watching it at the time and. I felt really bad because she is is towards the end of the um, the episode. Then she's talking about um, how she feels about this movie coming out, and her sons are in this documentary as well, and they're very they're so sweet to her. Um, but you know how upset they were all when this came out, and how it just you know it brought up all these memories that she was trying to um, you know forget um but you you realize too that tommy lee was her real love i mean she it's very evident that i mean there's a lot of family movies that are shown throughout this documentary and but you know that that was her her true love i I feel guilty like i did so i did i felt really bad for like laughing at it because we were you know kind of fine about the whole thing. Although, I do think that the Pamela, Pam and Tommy series treated her... They like, treated I understand her. that she's upset that they brought it all up again. Right. But and I, I feel like the way, as somebody not involved in the situation, yeah. the way that they portrayed her was very sympathetic. Right. But the thing, but how much it changed their lives. I yeah. mean, it really impacted their lives hugely. I mean, it destroyed hers. Well, she I mean, wanted he, to be a, like a, a, serious a serious actress. actress. She wanted to be the next. So Arthur. no one Ooh. took her seriously. I mean, even when she was going through the trial, and the you know the lawyers didn't take her seriously. They were all fixated on her body and. So it was really sad. And then she ends up, she did get a role um, on Broadway in Chicago. Oh, I as, watched the I know, legs. but I just thought that was, 
that was kind of amazing to me. I felt it's on like, YouTube. Yeah, I mean, there are clips yeah. on YouTube. She's, but um, I mean, she's she's good for she devil. is. She absolutely she is. So I don't know. She's she's very sweet, and it's very you know just hearing her story and the things that she went through as a child. Um, but I really like her. I like her a lot. We should try to get her on the show. I know. I just thought she was just very sweet and very real and honest and very transparent. I mean, I just thought, man, she's, you know, she's been through a lot of So the of show crap. made you have a different view of her than what you had? I, beca- I, I felt differently towards her when I did see the miniseries. Okay. Because I'm like... You know, you the persona of them, and mm-hmm. then what you when you understand like what happened, it wasn't they didn't put this out yeah. because I think that's what the media exactly. presented is that they yeah. did this. It was kind of a publicity stunt, mm-hmm. and no, it just destroyed their lives. I mean, it really destroyed their lives, and their kids went. I mean, you know, it's just. I've always admired her animal advocacy. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So she kind of used her, you know. Her persona to to help with that cause. So anyway, that so was. So are you watching or reading anything else? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> so Michael. <laughs> yes. Oh, so sh- shall we um, get back to the discussion yeah. from earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I said in the beginning, we have known each other for many years. We've mm-hmm. worked together. Um, you still work with the library. I do. Yep. What brought you to the library in the first place? Wow, you know what? I've always liked libraries. I lived across the street from the South Branch, and so um, that's where I went if I wasn't playing. You know, like, I'm going to go to the library and get some books. And so I loved mystery books. I loved the Hardy Boys. I loved Choose Your Own Adventure. Does anyone remember those? Choose yes, yes. I do. I love Choose Your Own Adventure books. And so um, it was always a fun place to go and, and it always always had such neat things. And so when I was in college and I found out that the library needed summer interns, I'm like, why not? And That's so, right. You did start yeah, out as an intern. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, so yeah. I was yeah. a intern. Okay. And it was a blast. I, always, I learned so much and, and, like, and everyone was always so nice to me and I loved working with the public and seeing what people want, you know, yeah. what's new and hot. and Because, like, even with, with you and Alex right now, it's like I would have never known that, you know, there's this neat show, you know, that Alex is watching about London or this neat right. show that, you know, you watched about Pamela Anderson. So um, you learn things from people working in the public. And so yeah. when, you a, when you don't, you kind of get behind maybe because you kind of get in your own world. And so the public really keeps you in touch. And that's yeah. what they I do. Like. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What I, really like I agree. I, I agree do consider you. Deb and I to be cutting edge. <laughs> <laughs> in your head. Um, yeah. And so then when you first started working at the library, you were uh-huh. also working with Notre Dame yep. um, Talent Search. Mm-hmm. Um, which, could you talk a little bit about that sure. uh-huh. so talent search is a federally funded program um, some people will uh, use the word a trio program which is what we're trying to coin they're trying to coin is trio mm-hmm. because there originally there were three programs and so when president johnson was president his administration came up with how can we fight the war on poverty and, and there were so many things that he put in place back then but um, so there were three programs that started. So Upward Bound, which is usually the Go most popular bound, yeah. out, of the th- out of the three of them, is Upward Bound, um, which works with high school students. And so Talent Search is what I did. 
we work with middle school and high school students preparing them for college and then the last is called student support services and so those are found on college campuses to help students who may be the first in their families to go and to oh, kind of see them awesome. through okay. to make sure that they um, <coughs> complete so those were the, the original there are more programs now but but there are those are the original three and so I did town service for a number of years and we got to go into schools um, and do workshops on how to take notes better let's Work on our study skills. So it was basically like college prep or how it to was. do better like in how to do, how to do better yeah. in high school so you can okay. go to college. So gotcha. it's like, okay, now the, it's, it's FAFSA time. Let's help you with this form so you can make sure yeah. you fill it out correctly. And, okay, you got this uh, um, college application. Let's make sure we help you with the, uh, the essay portion or things like that. So now let's try to put all this together. And so now let's go to a college campus. Let's visit and see what are the questions you should ask wow. on a college campus. That's tour. right, because I remember you yeah. taking groups of kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I, I, all oh, this is coming back. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's fun to go down memory lane. Yeah. So we, no, we took so many trips and went so many places. And, it, you know, and so, like, as much as the kids learned, I learned, too. And so it was like, well, I got to experience this with them on what um, kids are looking for. What do they want? when it comes to college, and then when it comes to being uh, going into a career, what are they looking to do? So it was a really fun time for me, and I'm yeah. glad I got to experience it. How long did you do that? Oh, wow, a good 10 years, maybe more. Wow, that's amazing. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then now you are the director of, you work at IU, mm -hmm. and you're the director of student teachers. Very good. So student right. teaching. So properly they okay. call it student teaching and clinical practice. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of neat that we were talking about history a little bit ago, and it, it kind of made me think, um, I think it might have been Alex was talking about um, the History Channel and how we kind of hear, or maybe you too, Deb, about little parts of history. Mm -hmm. And so one thing Indiana is trying to do when it comes to history, so we're trying uh, to not call it history. So now we call it historical perspectives because okay. it really is, you know, someone's perspective, perspective so, right, right so there, there's many things that are left out and so perspective is a better term i guess to, mm -hmm. gotcha. in indiana we just didn't talk about it and act like it never happened <laughs> 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 well, that's, a whole, that's another program right another, i'll come yeah. back for that one. yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then you continue to work um, with the community, mm -hmm. so you're also involved in an organization called 100 Black Men, mm -hmm. and that's kind of a like a mentoring program too. So it's, it is. So tell me a little bit about sure what you're doing with that group. Wow. So the 100 Black Men is a you know it's big, so it's a, a mm -hmm. national organization. National, so yeah. Different um, cities throughout the U.S. and even some in the United Kingdom, and um, I think in the in the Caribbean, there are some um, chapters there. So we're across the country. So here in South Bend, though, um, our, but all of us are charged with mentoring. So we're a mentoring organization. So it's our um, mm -hmm. charge to make sure that we're helping young men to be better and to strive for goodness and be good citizens. Um, so that's, what, that's at the heart of what The 100 does. But in that, we try to focus on other things, too. So we have five pillars that we call them and so in addition to mentoring we have health and wellness which i'm involved in and i'll be happy to talk yeah. much about health and wellness but then we also do education economic empowerment and leadership development so those are the things that we focus on um so when it comes to health and wellness though right so we we're kind of charged with okay what are some issues that are affecting black men when it comes to our health mm -hmm. and so what we found and you know the cdc tells us that you know black men are have issues with with high blood pressure, okay. So, okay, like, okay what right. do we do about that? And so then we have issues when it comes to prostate cancer, and then things like diabetes, 
And so how do we, and then now one of the um, rising on that list is uh, colon cancer. And so what can we do to try <laughs> to make sure that we lower these numbers and, and if we do um, come down with these things, how do we make sure that we're um, taking good care of it? Because the whole point of it is that we want to be around so we can be around for our wives and for our children and our communities. And what good can we be to people if we're sick? And if we can right. avoid that, I mean, sickness happens, but what can we do to avoid it and take care of it if we do? So in the Health and Wellness Committee, which I'm the chair of, co-chair of, our main thing for a long, long time has been high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And what we've discovered is that many um, black men don't go to the doctor for whatever reason. Um, too macho to go. Um, my dad didn't go. My yeah. granddad didn't go. So there's no point in going. Or he's only going to find something. I feel like something. there's a lot of fear, too. Oh. A lot. I mean, I... Of course. Of course. It, yeah. And then, you know, and I don't want to just say black men. I'm sure there's something that most right. men do. You know, so right. you know, probably most women say, you need, honey, you need to go to the doctor. Um, but again, you know, but black men sometimes... It's like asking for directions. Right. right. Um, exactly. Right, right, so right. So right. Oh, I, right. I got it. And so, like, oh, it's just... It's only this is hurting. It's okay. I'll be fine. Right. Um, right. But no. So, but then, but also, we have to keep in mind too that sometimes historically, you know, with black men, you know, depending on someone's age and where they're from, they may have come from a place where they weren't allowed to see a doctor. Not allowed right. to see a doctor, but there wasn't a doctor available who would see them. So um, you had that problem. And so then, if you got this tradition of like, well, my granddad didn't go to the doctor. Right. There were reasons why he didn't go. Right. So right. there's no excuse for you not to go. We're in a different time. Thank goodness. But so. Um, Oh, I'm off track. So we, oh, blood pressure. So blood pressure. So um, we've been doing, um, we've discovered that the barbershop tends to be kind of like the, the black man's. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. Club. How do you, okay. get, how do you help yeah. them? <laughs> so we kind of, you know, we, we kind of coined it, you know, the, the barbershop is the black man's country club. So it's like, this is the place where we go. And so just as much as people may, I hate to generalize, it's not that type of show, but like we hate to say that women are at the beauty salon. You're like, oh, all they're doing is gossiping. Well, well, men, we gossip at the barbershop. Right, so it's right. like, hey, this is what's going on on this game or what we saw on, this is what's happening in the neighborhood or yeah. this kind of thing. So <clears throat> it's a safe place. And so where we can be free to share what's going on in our minds. And so we have this captive audience of men who are already in the barbershop. What can we do? And so now we can educate. And so okay. um, for a long, long time, we, um, before the pandemic, so this is all pre-pandemic, right. uh, we would um, we partnered with some of our local um, schools, uh, nursing students. We would have them go on Saturdays, and they would encourage the men to get their blood pressure checked. Oh, okay. And so it's kind of cool. Oh, thanks. And so it, it was often at that time that you know, this man would realize, uh-oh, you know, she's like, well, hey, you know, the, the nursing student would tell the the gentleman, like, hey, you know, your blood pressure is elevated. So when you come back, we're going to see is it elevated again. Right. So, you know, he comes back, and it is. Okay, so now, okay, this we're seeing a, a trend here. You know, uh-huh. we've been here two times already, and it's consistently high. Um, what are you doing about it? So now this conversation would start with the nursing student about, okay, well, do you have a doctor? Do you not? Mm-hmm. Um, are you, do you have medication for it? Are you taking the medication? Right, so, oh, right, yeah, exactly. I have it, but right. I'm not taking it. But I'm not taking it, right. So all this kind of happens. And so we've discovered that a lot of times we were finding a lot of gentlemen who weren't going, who don't go to the doctor at all or do have medication for it and weren't taking it. And so we got to do better about that. So uh, it really was successful for us in the sense that we were getting some men to, to go and we would refer them to places in case they didn't have any insurance at all or if they were underinsured. Um so that's what we did a long time. We've we've um, coined a, uh, kind of pulled away from it because of the pandemic, because we know 
that point in time. Yeah, we couldn't get, that changed we couldn't so have people many things. Yeah, kind of gay yeah. and stuff like that. And so many right. barbers now are doing more of a, um, what do you call it, appointment rather than sitting yeah. there congregating and waiting. Right. And so now it's not this hangout type place. And so we're trying to re- trying to figure out well, what's the best way to work with that and can we do that. So we've kind of moved in a different direction. And so now we're still determined to do some things in the barbershop, but we're just going to have to repurpose it. Well, how can we work with the barbershop right. and reach them in a different way? Mm-hmm. And and so um, every year, so in April, the state of Indiana, uh, the Indiana Coalition, oh man, it's a long title, the Indiana Commission for the Social, well, I don't know, someone look it up. Anyway, <laughs> you can Google it. And so um, the Indiana Commission. The social status of black males. Long title. So um, okay. the state has all these different commissions sure. who, who deal with different topics and issues. Um, that group, in the month of April, picks um, once different cities in the state to pick a Saturday in April to do as we just talked about, to you know be in a barbershop, check the men's blood pressure, check their fat index, check their, their blood glucose, and, and, and refer them. And so that's what we're gearing up for. We're excited about that. So in April, the 29th is when that'll be. We'll be in um, four barbershops here in, in town where we'll be there. And, and those um, same nursing students and other oh, volunteers okay. will So we do like us. screenings and things like yep. that so too? We'll, okay. We'll right there in the barbershop, we'll check yeah. someone's blood pressure. We'll prick their finger and get that glucose. You know, we'll put them on a scale and find out what their um, body mass index is. And, and, and hey, and if they don't have a doctor, if things don't look too good, we'll refer them to someone so that's you know kind of like what we're doing now mm-hmm. um there are some other things that are in the works and i think that's okay for me to talk about it yeah um we so we know that you know prostate cancer is something that men have got to take care of and it affects a lot of men um so we're trying to figure out what we can do and so we've been fortunate enough to work with um the south Bend clinic Oh, good. Um, we're in conversation with them now. It's, it's been a long one, but it's, it's a lot of work to put together, but we know it's worth it. Um, so the South Bend Clinic, um, they are they run uh, Urology Associates of South Bend, and uh, okay. those, those um, providers there are kind enough. So in the month of June, so I want to say June 17th, so we're kind of mm-hmm. trying to plan this around June Juneteenth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. And with Father's Day, so it's like, okay, right, right. you know, June Yeah, no, that's great, yeah. So Father's Day. Um, so we're um, looking for them to, they're going to do um, prostate um, screenings for men uh, for free. They're going to, you know, so men who have never had one, so if they're 45 and over and never had one or it's been a long time and need to have one, that's going to be available to them. Yeah, and so we're in talks awesome. on how to put that together and, and, and hopefully that can be something that can help someone and hope we can catch something in time or, or, or have, put that spirit <clears throat> of like, you need to do this on a right, regular basis. Right. It's so how do you get the word out? I know. And so we're still figuring that out too. Yeah. Then, but we know. And so we're going to start with our with our home base, which is the barbershops. And so wow. like we're, we're there normally. And, and so those are people who are familiar with us. And so we're going to start there and then how we spread it. Mm-hmm. Know, that's, remains to be seen but um that's what we're looking to do and and then we're also looking at how we can help things when it comes to colon cancer so um, b- um both of you i'm sure are familiar with chadwick boseman and um the great work he did when you think about black right. panther but right know, right so but uh you know when you think about someone his age who unfortunately was able that he died from um, right colon cancer like oh my god so even though that was terrible we the, maybe we can see like Maybe uh, the, not the silver lining, but 
it, it brought awareness, I should say. It brought That's awareness, word, right, right, exactly. It, it brought awareness to like, Definitely wow, this is something awareness. that affects yeah. men, you know, who are still quote-unquote young. Right. And like, wow, and here's this, you know, superhero when you think right. about it, and he succumbs to this terrible um, disease. And so we want to make sure that, hey, you know, Chadwick, um, maybe this could have been prevented for him too if he'd known. Um, so we're, we're really working on finding ways to get more men to get... Um, colonoscopies but we know that's something that most of us don't want to do i guess i just had one by the way too i had mine i've got one scheduled in two weeks and i dread it i know it's it's, it's horrible but But alex is young so he doesn't need that so he's looking at endoscopies (laughs) (laughs) i also don't want to have colon cancer i know exactly so it's like uh, for a couple you know days of unpleasant exactly (laughs) experience you can do it it's well worth it Mm mm-hmm to, oh um, yeah, not die. And when it's basically. over, you feel so much better. But So yes, we're looking at how to possibly get, like, those Cologuard kits out. Because we yes. know, like, hey, maybe someone won't I, go through this whole right, right, drawn-out thing. Right. But maybe we can get, you know, the, the Cologuard kits into more hands of men. And they can do that. And so we know that that's one other way. So we're working on that. Yeah. Uh, so those are some things in the works for the year 2023. Wow. So it's a, it's a lot, but... It's all worth it. We, we know that you know these things won't happen if someone isn't doing it. So if not, why not us? Wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So how did you? Uh, we've got just a few more minutes left, but <gasps> I just time go. <laughs> so how do other people get involved with One Hundred Black Men? Wonderful. So we encourage um, people to um, go to our website, One Hundred Black Men South Bend org. Okay. Um, there is a place on there. Um, believe it's on the first page that you say hey I'm interested and you can um, join that way but even, maybe you may not want to join maybe you just rather volunteer your time so if you may be uh, in the healthcare field like hey well I know some information that you all can share you can help us in that way or and when it comes to education like the library wants to educate right. our youth um, there's that way too so there's more than just being members there's ways you can give up your time and your resources um, that way also so just go awesome. to 100blackmen.org 100 Blackman South Bend.org. That org, yeah. So what it is, happens if you get 101 people? Do you <laughs> kick someone out? No, that's a, and you know what, Alice, I'm glad you brought that up because you know what, actually, in our South Bend chapter, we aren't even close to 100. So we might be around 35 or 40 members. So we don't even have 100. So 100 is just a coining of like um, giving 100%. Yeah, 100%, your, okay. Yeah, so, that's awesome. so not physically 100. Wow. That was really interesting. It was? Yeah, it was. You did. Yeah, this is great. Okay. So we're going to wrap it up because we're running out of yeah, time. Yeah, we're running out of time. <laughs> um, email us, podcast at sjcpl.org. Send us questions, comments, concerns. We'll give you advice. We'll give you book recommendations. You want to read something really sad? Deb's got a, tons of recommendations <laughs> for you. Um, anything yeah. else that I'm forgetting, Deb? No, but just, you know, send us emails, ask us questions. We've had a lot of really interesting people on lately. And if you want to know, you know, if you have any questions about the guests we have or library stuff, just please let us know. Ask us questions. Your dating life. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. All right. We're going we're gonna to sign off now. I'm yes. still thank there. Thank you Yeah, thank much. you. Thank you so much. The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and or guests and are constantly evolving. 
They do not reflect the views of the St. Joseph County Public Library, its Board of Directors, or its administration.